Hi, and welcome back to episode 7 of the Off the Back Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Nathan. And today, we are joined by a very special guest, Reed Cherry. Reed, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So for people who don't know, Reed is currently a freshman at Northeastern on the track team, and he attended Littleton High School, where he won the state championship in the 800. (laughs) So, Reed... Our first question, it's a big one. Why is your mild PR 453? Oh, um, you know, lot, lots of hard work, dedication, you know, grit. Um, <laughs> but actually, I'm just, I'm just horrible aerobically. Um, and I did that uh, in like part of a cross-country relay. Um, and I just don't run the mile. So, Have you ever broken five on the track? Uh, not officially. What? Nate, this gets I, I terrible. I don't think I'm an official, an official mile <laughs> yeah. PR. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what's your actual, oh, wait, you don't have one. I literally, I just have not raced a mile. Oh. Why? Because <laughs> I'm slow. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, so moving on to other PRs, we have your, um, over 19 minute 5k. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, how do you, no, what, no, that's, what that's led not, to that? That's not the PR. The PR is 18 flat. You know, the, the collegiate PR, 19, 12, um, not, not a cross guy. Definitely not a cross guy. Um, you want to take us through that race? Yeah, so you know the goal sub eighteen. Um, sub eighteen, sub Jesus. 18, sub eighteen was the goal. <laughs> Big um, goals. Yeah, so got off the line pretty hard. Um, you know, what was the first mile? Through the first mile in like five twenty, but like the first the first eight hundred was like two thirty. So we were moving, and from there, you know, I just I just exploded. You know, down to like six thirty pace. You know, third to last, not my, not my, not my finest moment. You didn't come in last. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, that's an you achievement. Know, that was that was huge. You know, I think I would have quit the sport if I came last. But. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, right. Hold on, I have a question. Yeah. So, your teammate. Kyle Sarney, a little <laughs> bit more of a distance guy. Yeah. You versus him. You versus him in a, let's say, twelve hundred meter. Who's winning? No, I'm losing the twelve hundred. That's too long. What? <laughs> you are so soft. Twelve hundred, bro. One one guy. Well, I mean, Kyle. Kyle's fast. Kyle's run one fifty four. Kyle can. You run one forty eight. Yeah, but I mean, one guy. I mean, I think I can get him, but twelve hundred? Nah, nah. You could just sit and kick. It's twelve hundred. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> That's far. Well, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe I. Maybe I turn the uh, the aerobic uh, training up a little bit. But you know, not right now. Yeah, definitely not right now. All right. That's okay. Um, 
So going back to high school, we saw you win states last year. Um, so just take us through like kind of your high school experience and like what you took out of it, uh, especially in that last season. Um, I guess high school, I didn't really start taking track too seriously to like junior year. I, I mainly did it to stay in shape for soccer. Um, and then when I finally started uh, taking it seriously, we got the COVID year. So um, my 100-meter PR uh, going into senior year was 230. Uh, <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I ran it once freshman year. And then I said, this event sucks. And I didn't do it. I didn't think about doing it again until junior year uh, after I was like running the 600. And then that season got canceled. Um, so, yeah, 230 from freshman year till we finally got we finally got into an outdoor race so you were somewhat of a sleeper coming into outdoor your senior year i mean i guess like i mean i ran a decent 600 but like i don't know like i knew i knew i knew that i could run a fast eight it's just you know opportunity i guess did did you run the cross in high school i did i did junior and senior year Why are we laughing, guys? PRs? <laughs> 18 flat. Where was that? Twilight. Obviously. Oh, so not even. <laughs> not, not even. Not even. All right. So it doesn't count. All right. All right. Where was your second best time? Uh, I ran 1820 at Gardner. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So pretty solid. Yeah, put some respect on my name. Was that at all states? You think I made all states? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say, I don't think you made all gonna, states. No. Did your team make all states? Didn't no. they not? Like, no. no. I mean, I, mean two, I, I think like two of our guys did, but uh, we didn't. Damn. That, yeah. that would be junior year, right? Uh, yeah, did you run senior year? No, I didn't run senior year. I was, I was hurt that season. Yeah, hurt. All right. All right. For those Put those quotation marks down. I, uh, I had an IT Skipping band out on the runs. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel that. Band. Yeah. So, you know, not. Um, yeah. So, why did you pick the 800 as an event? Because, like, the 800 sucks. Nobody likes it. I agree. The 800 does suck. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mainly did, like, the 400. And then I like you were too kinda, slow. I kind of I kind of got tossed. Hey, I kind of got tossed into a <laughs> into a four by eight, and I uh, split pretty well, um, like two oh three. And I was like, hey, you know, I can I can run I can run pretty fast in this. And then like you know, obviously didn't run it. This was like sophomore year. Um, I split two oh three, so the official PR was still. Uh, two thirty, <laughs> but I was like, you know, what? I'll, next time I get an outdoor season, I'll, I'll try the eight, and that didn't happen until senior year. So, and then I was like, doing the six, and like, I don't know, I was like, I'm not the fastest guy, so like the four, like some guys with like more raw speed can kind of blow me away. So I decided to focus on the eight hundred. Would you say? that you're happy with the 800 choice or do you wish that you made 
a different choice for any other event. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's much of a choice for me as much as like, <laughs> as much as it's like just the. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry, my my roommate is uh, (laughs) messing with the podcast a little bit. We have we have Reed's roommate and our old teammate Noah Mooney joining us for the podcast, but without audio. So he's just popping in and out, um, giving us some words in the chat, and um, that's why there's some laughing occasionally. Continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I don't know if it's much of a choice as much as it's just the event I'm best at. Like, obviously, the 800 sucks. And I kind of, like, empty the tank every race. And I'm a bit of a yacker, so I wouldn't say it's fun. I think it's just what I happen to be good at. That's unfortunate. Yeah. How, How often would you say that you puke after a race? Um, every time, uh, every time I run hard, you know, like occasionally there's a prelim where I don't, but you know, and then like a good amount of workouts as well. I'm a big, big yacker. After the workouts? I mean, like we've had, like, there's a couple workouts where I really like empty the tank, you know, like we finish off with like a hard 400, um, and I kind of go lactic and then, you know, I find myself at the trash can. That happens. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big post race puker too. Yeah, no, Nate's a big, big post race so puker in, because not so much in workouts. He drinks this like caffeine stuff right before he races, and it makes him throw up. Well, that'll do it. Gotta... Nah. <laughs> no, it's just because I no, like Reed trip. said. I I empty the tank. Love it. Something Dude, that's got specialize in that. That's guts. I just, I just know how to get there. I love it. <laughs> do ya? <laughs> yeah. How do you get there, Lopez? <laughs> run hard. <laughs> you just got to run harder than the other kids. Uh-huh. True. True. Um, all right. Well, moving on from that topic, um, we have you going to Northeastern um, and obviously that's been a big change so what would you say your transition from high school to college was like and was it like a good thing or was it hard for you? Um, I don't think the change was too difficult um, back at Littleton we didn't really do too like heavy training like I was probably running like 20 miles a week our workouts are pretty soft. Um, so, like, the the biggest change is obviously the, the quality of training and, like, training partners, which have has greatly helped just, like, running in general. Um, but, yeah, the definitely the workouts have been way, way harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for weekly mileage now? 21 miles a week? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I sit between like 35 and 38 
technically a lot. You yeah. should be able to run faster than a mile if you're doing 38 miles a week. Uh, you know, we'll see. Oh. Yeah, we probably won't see. It probably won't. It probably won't run a mile. Depends how fast he's running on those 38 miles. All right. All right. You know. What's your what's so, your average pace on those? Recently, I, the recently I've been dialed in at 737 pace. <laughs> My past, like, six runs on Strava, they've been between, like, 730, 736 and 738. Like, I am, I am a machine. I think if we ran that slow, we would get run over. Like, <laughs> John Bull would just drive his car and hit us. Slow. Yes. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> and uh, it's just ripping. Yeah, I'm ripping. Um, why did you pick Northeastern and like what other options were you looking at? Um, I had sort of limited options when I was getting recruited. Uh, cause I didn't have an 800 time. So I was just going based off the 600. <clears throat> so obviously like you send, you send the emails and whatever, um, didn't get too many responses. Got a lot of, this is what we're looking for in the 800, which I didn't have a time. So, um, I ended up with like four schools, uh, BU Northeastern, UMass Amherst and Penn state. Um, and I kind of just narrowed it down based off of like the coach like academics obviously played a role so um yeah but mainly mainly the coach i really like lonnie he's the best um and uh that's why i'm here um how important were like your academics and helping you kind of pick a school and like get into a school um, they were like, that was definitely a pretty big factor for me because like, obviously like quality, quality of education between like a school like Northeastern and Penn state, there's a pretty d- big difference there. So like I, those two were pretty even for me and I just, you know, made the final decision based off of the school quality. And like, I didn't really have the grades to get into a school like Northeastern. So like that was a big plus being able to probably go to a school that I wasn't as qualified for without, without running. So, um, Northeastern had a pretty big, like recruiting class, I guess, from your grade. Like they got some pretty good kids from your grade and a few good kids from the grade above you. Did that like play a role in your choice? Like seeing that these other top kids in the state were going there and wanting to be able to like train with them. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I wasn't like, I don't know. I wasn't like too aware, I guess, of like other people. I was more so like just thinking about what was best for me. And like, especially because these guys are all much more distanced than me. I was mainly focused on the 800 guys that were already at Northeastern, which there's like, there's a very good group here. Um, uh, like there were, there were three guys who were like around 150, like 149, 150. So that was like probably the, what I was looking at when I was trying to decide. Um, and then this past indoor season, we saw you, um, standing out as one of the 
top freshman in the true freshman in the NCAA, running 148 a couple of times. Um, what do you think kind of led you to that jump? And then uh, what are your goals going into this outdoor season? Um, I think the the jump from 151 to 148 mainly came from just the quality of training. Like my workouts were just significantly better and I was just in like way better shape. Like definitely workouts at goal race pace, you know, staying there. Um, and then when I got into the races, there was better competition. Um, and I just kind of learned, I learned how to race because I wasn't, I wasn't like necessarily the best at like, racing other people in high school just because I was a little bit new to the 800 and you know I've learned to get to get out so if you're racing for time you know you need to you need to be through 600 in like x time so I it was more mm-hmm. so just like pushing myself to the to the limit that I didn't really realize was there beforehand which is just goes to show how good the the coaching has been for me here um and then goals for outdoor, um, kind of coming off of a little bit of an injury right now. Um, so I only have one race, uh, and it was, that was rally relays. Um, but I'm the first goal is definitely to qualify for first round. And I'm just going to see how, uh, how far I can get like ultimately like, you know, top, top goal, make NCAAs, but we'll see. And for, for time, I, I definitely want to, 147, you know, I think, I think I'm capable of 146 with like a, like a perfect race, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, so indoors, obviously you were like one of the top true freshmen. Um, but you were also, you were kind of close to making NCAAs. You probably need to run about a second faster. Do you think the fact like the different, qualifying system with the rounds outdoors does that benefit you do you think to make it i think it definitely benefits me but obviously like everybody thinks that they got the best kick you know every middle distance runner thinks they got the best kick but um i did race pretty well in indoors um i won a couple of races against guys who ended up going to that meet so i think that like you know, given, given everyone on the same day at the same time, I think I, uh, I like my chances. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you're only a freshman, so do you expect to be there? Um, if not this year in the next year or two, and do you see yourself eventually being a contender? I mean, obviously, you know, that's, uh, that's the goal. You know, you want to keep improving. You want to, you want to get to that next level. Um, so I mean, yeah, I think I could be, but you know, it's going to take a lot of work. Um, I don't think I'm like at that level yet. There's some really, really fast guys in the NCAA right now. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, so like with the COVID years and stuff, a lot of the top guys in the NCAA are considerably older. 
than they otherwise might be, you know, like six year seniors as a true freshman, how old are you? 19? Yeah. Like true freshman, 19 year old racing these guys who are, you know, some of them almost in their mid twenties. How does that like affect your, does it affect your like mentality going into a race against them? Or are you just there to beat people? Um, yeah, I guess I'm just there to beat people. Uh, I don't necessarily know how old everyone is. Um, but like, I don't know. Initially it kind of scared me, you know, people being way older, way more experienced, fast PRs. Um, but I've raced a couple pros. Um, and I think that has helped, uh, the confidence a little bit, you know, if I know I can do it against people who have raced at the world stage than like you know some older collegiates they're not that scary anymore <laughs> fair enough <laughs> your roommate's still pretty scary <laughs> 21 year old freshman somebody should check that out <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's 20 <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned a lot like <laughs> you mentioned like <laughs> what's he saying he says he says you're being real funny i try yeah. i try um so you mentioned like the biggest change going to college was the intensity of the workouts. What were like some of the workouts you did that were like kind of made you realize like this is another level compared to high school? Um, like some of the, some of the notable ones we did. I mean, we usually start our workouts with like longer, longer intervals just to kind of get us tired. So like a couple of K's, a couple of 800s, something like that. Um, and then, like, the ones that really that really get you, um, we did, like, two by three, two, three, two. So, like, ends up being eight reps at, like, goal 800-meter pace. So, like, you get into the lactic early. And, you know, the feeling that, like, you would usually get by the end of a workout in high school, you're getting halfway through or a little bit earlier. So you really just got to push through. And I think, I, I mean, especially when I first got here, um, some of the workouts, <laughs> so, uh, when I first got here, some of the workouts, I was just getting, I was just getting destroyed by, by my teammates a little bit, which was good for me, you know, to, to like, you know, be able to chase, but it, you know, it was just like a lot of feeling bad and a lot of getting dropped before I finally started to figure it out but i had that whole cross season to quote unquote cross season to uh to do so so yeah as a middle distance guy during that cross <laughs> that fall season are yeah. you are you still doing like workouts like middle distance workouts or do you do longer stuff um it's really it's really just a big base training phase i mean we got towards some speed like we touched some speed a little bit but it was mainly just just building a big base and then you know once we got an indoor or once we got towards indoor the the real the real speed workouts came but you weren't doing like cross specific workouts were you no we weren't i mean 
we were on the grass a little bit, but like it was it was geared towards it was geared towards the track season. All right. I mean, that's that's the end of our personal questions, but we do have a couple of topics to touch upon just in the last week or two. Um, I guess Reed being the eight guy, we could get your thoughts on the, I forget his name, but a Texas Tech athlete running 143 mid oh, the other day. Yeah, Moad Zahafi. That was crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I, wa- I watched that race uh, yesterday, and he and Brandon Miller were together at 150 to go, and he put four seconds into him in the last, in the last 150. It was crazy. <laughs> like, um, I don't, like, 143 in April is, uh, is very, very impressive. And, uh, do you think guys like that, because obviously the NCAA record of the 1500 was broken by Elite Kip saying of Alabama and 333, do you, but do you think guys like that are at a disadvantage running that fast this early in the season? Because, I don't know, I feel like, um, at least with Kip saying, there's always talk about how he runs, he's run fast going into an NCAA meet, but then he kind of never comes together for him at the championships. I mean, yes and no. Like, like obviously, these guys are going to be fit because they just ran NCAA indoors. So, like, to take it, you don't want to, like, lose it. So, I mean, it makes sense. But, like, the way it's it works out for college is they, they kind of get screwed for, like, Worlds. Like, if these guys are going to run it, like, U.S. Championships or Worlds later on this season, like, that is a very, very long season. Like, He'll probably be good, and he'll probably run like a crazy, crazy fast time at NCAA's. But like, I think just like racing for what becomes eight months is is too long of a season. Yeah, I remember in 2019 they were talking about how like um, all the NCAA athletes had a ridiculously long season because Worlds wasn't until like end of September, and then mm-hmm. you saw like. Grant Holloway come off an NCAA season and win a world title. So some guys are like that. Well, yeah, I mean, Grant Holloway is just, he's different. You know, he's, he's the best in the world. Like, you know, I think, I think the fatigue does, does play a role a little bit. Yeah. And then, um, the, Ole Miss commit Cade flats ran 147, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you uh, what do you think about seeing all these high schoolers run fast and know you have to you're gonna have to compete against them next year? I mean, Kate Kate Flat. I think he's I think he's 19. He might be older than me. Oh, so you know yeah, he he made a post on his story the other day where World Athletics had him at 19, and he said I'm 18. Oh really? So apparently he's eighteen. So World Athletics is capping. I guess so. I mean, either way, uh, like there are just I don't I don't race the Ole Miss guys, so you know. <laughs> I think I think there are there are there are always going to be fast guys to race. 
but yeah. what he what he's doing right now is is crazy and he very well could take down that high school record yeah also will sumner um i think we haven't seen too much from him yet in the outdoor but i feel like he could run up there with Cade and salami oh. both of the brothers 148 the other week yeah no that's I mean, that's that's crazy to me that they're like distance guys and they can come down to 148 yeah i mean if you can run 358 i would hope you could run you gotta be able to run like around under 150 in the eight true yeah so yeah. um Basically, what we're saying is all these high schoolers are going to come dog you next year, Reed. So yeah, yeah, watch out. I guess, I guess so. Um, I guess we're not so. hyping you up a whole lot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, also, about Newbury Park, their girls team just set, what was it, the national record in the four by mile? Yeah. Yeah. Or four by 16, whatever. Four by 16. And they have... Six, six guys under nine oh two in the thirty two. Yes, I think so. So, so they're taking drugs. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but well, Mr. Boyle comes up to me and he goes, "Do you think they're taking something?" And I go, "They gotta be." And he goes, "I think they are." We don't. I think they're just. I think they're just really talented, and they have a. They can't. They got to recruit. They just right? take it seriously. <laughs> Do they recruit? No, they. Well, they're all brothers. Well, well yeah. But well, like, you can't. But on the girls' side too. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, feel recruiting like hasn't worked for us. So, the, <laughs> so you admit the girls' side isn't. <laughs> no, Ooh. the girls' side isn't like anything out of like like that we've never seen before. Like. The Flower Mound girls are also doing that. Um, like at nationals, they ran, I forget what the time was, but it was pretty close to the Newberry Park girls. And I mean, I don't think it's uncommon to see like girls running under five like that at this point in like high school. No, but to be able to have like both sides, both boys and girls be good, be really good is, I don't know, we haven't seen that yeah. as good I as they if are. The, if there was a high school program that was taking something, they would get out. Like there's no way that a high school can keep it under wraps like that. Well, they don't, don't test in high school, do they? They don't test in high school, but there's going to be like kids on that team that are like, hey, this isn't right. You know, like. I high school. I think high school. It would definitely come out if they were taking something. And I don't. I don't think they are. I think they. I think they have to just yeah. be rec- recruiting or something. I think they, they just, just have take to be it really talented, really seriously. They do. They train like pros, but it's not even like people always would always say like, "Oh, if you train at this level in high school, you're not going to get any better in college." But clearly, the level that they're training at in high school isn't like that. Because look at Nico Young. You know, he's gotten a lot better since he's gone to college. Mm-hmm. I think I think the coach just, like, measures it out and kind of knows. I mean, he's done it 
for a couple of years now. So he kind of has just been developing a plan that's been working. And I think with the kids taking it as serious as they do, it just translates into what they've been doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else uh, could be added besides, like, good training. Um, How important do you think that, like, team culture that they've built is to a successful program like that? Like the, I mean, just like the, the culture is probably the most important thing to a high school team. I mean, like if people care, then like the team's going to do well. Like, obviously there's different levels to it, you know, but like in my experience, like at my school, when people cared, the team did way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you got to call, like, obviously I know one of the hardest parts of like being on a high school team is getting kids to buy in because there are a lot of good kids in high school, but a lot of them choose like not to buy into the program and like what's going on. And, you know, it doesn't materialize for them. Like in college, has everybody already kind of like bought in because it's more, they choose to go and do that. That's what they really want to be doing. Is that what you've noticed? Yeah, pretty much. I think everyone, everyone, everyone is, is, is bought in. I mean, obviously, you get kids who burn out. Obviously, you get kids who, you know, aren't as serious about everything as others. But, like, everyone takes it seriously to an extent. Yeah, and is there, like, there's more of a, is there more of an expectation from the coaches that, like, you know, that's what the athletes really want to be doing? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously in high school, like, you get – a little bit of like leeway because it's just it's a it's a high school sport like it's for fun you know in college you know it's it's almost like a little bit it's a little bit uh like 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 business you know it's like work you gotta you gotta yeah. take it seriously because like you know that's kind of what you're there for in a, a lot of cases mm-hmm. you know you're you're there to run so if you're not taking running seriously or i mean across all sports if you're not taking it's seriously like what's the point yeah i mean i think it also comes down to like the coaches and the team because they put like their effort and time to get you there and then they're expecting you to kind of do what you're there for um like that like you're there to do that you get out what you put in it's that simple um, when you were in high school, like what, what would you say being on a team with a group of guys that like, you know, want to be there and want to get better motivates you to like do that yourself more so than if you're on a group of get on a team with a group of guys who are kind of just there to screw around. Oh, definitely. I mean, my, my first, my freshman year, most of my sophomore year, it was, main i was mainly with a group that was just kind of screwing around and that's what i did and i didn't take it too seriously and then kind of i had a, a different group my junior and senior year and everyone was trying and we had seen upperclassmen have success you know like a little bit a little bit of a role model um type deal and everybody like you know was like wow like if we 
put some effort in, you know, we could do something like that too. And then, you know, the, the team culture kind of shifted and like most people, most people bought in. Yeah. Cause like, I know for us, um, it's a lot more like, I don't know, our program, we take it, I feel like we take it fairly se- a lot more serious than maybe some other schools do. And, um, we kind of like, we expect more out of the people on the team. And sometimes when somebody is kind of like, slacking off or not really uh yeah nate would just not really like buying in we kind of we let them hear it as the athletes kind of before the coaches get involved in it yeah i I think that is yeah i know and like especially in cross um because it does affect the team if someone's kind of wavering in interest and not um like doing what the others are doing uh just overall so i think like when we see that in cross we definitely try and give them a nudge and um be like let's go let's get this done um stay on track Uh, and then obviously in track it's not affecting everyone has my food still. Uh, I think it helps to let people know what they're there for and um, just have them there and want to be there so that they can work together with the other people and really just get the work done when it needs to be done together. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely like, I don't know. I know it wasn't always like that, but I feel like kind of the upperclassmen before us did a good job of kind of instilling that in us. And now Lopez and I are trying our best to, <laughs> <laughs> to give what we can to the underclassmen. I'm um, trying to hold it together. Yeah. Fearless leader. Got a little shaky at one point there, <laughs> but I think we righted it. Um, yeah. yeah. So Reed, I have one question for you. Um, you're six four, right? Yeah. How does that how does that work on an indoor track? Um, you know, not super well, especially when trying when especially when, like running in traffic. You know, that's like that's why I think I can run a little bit faster outdoors, you know? Um starting yeah, lanes outdoors. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple issues with getting boxed and stuff like that because my stride is is really long. Um but you know, it's 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 doable, you know. Yeah, um, are there like different tactics for you outdoors compared to indoors? Do you have to be more conscious of like where you are? Um, I think I can like I don't know, just like I don't have to worry about where I am too much outdoors. Like I can because like the straights are obviously way longer. There's just way more room. Um, but as I've gotten more confident with racing, I've kind of gone to the front more, which obviously there's plenty of room at the front. Um, so that might be something I, t- I tend to do more often, you know, cause at first I was kind of, you know, a little nervous, just went to the back, you know, that's, that was just the strategy. Even in high school, went to the back. Um, but I think it tall, tall guys tend to go to the front. Uh, <laughs> so I might, I might have to do that. 
Yes, the front does have a lot of room. It's real unlimited room. <laughs> All right, and one last question: um, If you were to beat Nate in a race, what distance would it be where it'd be most fair, and you would have the most bragging rights over him if you beat him? I don't know. Most fair, Nate. What do you think would be most fair? Um. Well, it definitely doesn't sound like the mile. Well, yeah, obvious. Um, I, it's gotta. It's gotta be like the like. The you might have to go back to that twelve hundred. The twelve, the twelve hundred. I mean, I mean, maybe. What do you, what do you, what do you think you could run at a twelve hundred, Reed? I don't know. I don't know, like twelve hundred. Uh, I really don't know. You know, that'd be something we have to figure out. What could you go through in an eight hundred and hold on? And hold on. I mean. It depends what we like. I don't know. Like when I think about it, it sounds easier, but I know it's not. So like, I think if I went through in like one fifty, one fifty six, like one fifty six, pretty easy. So I think like I could, I could slow down, but like still not die, and kind of like, like a little like low three minutes action, you know? Oh, see a dog, Nate. All right. (laughs) What are you saying? It's settled. Could you run in a twelve Lopez? I think in a he's, twelve hundred. He's gonna say one he's, second lower than what I said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I could run. I think I'd be close to three minutes. What? Maybe one. All right. All right. Why is that? So you hard just to broke believe? two minutes in the eight, dude. <laughs> Bro, that's a different race. It's shorter. Um, it's a shorter race. Um, no, nah, I think I got like three oh five or better. All right, Paul's making a face, but <laughs> that's sixty twos. That's sixty twos with a kick. No, what do you think? Nate, the yeah, what, what's Nate running at twelve hundred? He said 311. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad take. I was gonna, it's 416 mile pace, and he's running like what? 4.4? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta disagree. Uh, I guess. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Reed, what are your thoughts? What could you run in a chocolate milk mile? Oh, uh, well, Dude, not... he, he can barely even run the regular mile. <laughs> yeah, but the, the chugging might even it out. No, nah, I mean, like I'm slowing a mile. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how good I am at chugging, ch- chugging chocolate milk. But um, I think, I think Kyle, Kyle is a uh, <laughs> Kyle would throw down in that. You know? I got my money on Kyle over. Kyle has claimed that he can mile. drink like a gallon of chocolate milk in like. What three minutes? He thinks he thinks he can go crazy. <laughs> so, look, chocolate milk mile. Can I have to invite him out for one? Um, to everyone listening, we're we're proposing the idea of having a statewide um, chocolate chip or chocolate milk mile <laughs> at the end of the season after nationals. So, um. Hit us up on Instagram if you're interested. 
and we may have to make that happen. <laughs> and Kyle Sonny will be invited. And he'll whoop everyone, every single one of you listening. <laughs> well, we're trying, we're trying to handicap it. So, like, it's no, there's no handicaps. Either. No okay, handicaps. He's just going to run away. He's a 407 guy. Just make Kyle drink more chocolate just, milk. <laughs> just drink your milk faster. <laughs> Noah, do you think Steve would be good at it? I feel like Steve's too soft to chug lo- chocolate milk. I watched Steve do... Four mohawks and 127 after eating a bowl of milk. I think he's the undisputed champion. But but you're you're taking it in every lap. Thirty minutes like, before eating cereal. Thirty minutes before workout is the boldest. Eating thing what? Cereal. You eat a bowl. Nah, of that's grams 30 that's minutes out. that's soft. That's soft. Dude, I eat. I could eat cereal. Dude, I could easily eat a bowl of cereal and run well. And then rip them. We're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about pure milk right here. Chocolate Chocolate milk. Yeah, think about the milk. (laughs) And it's it's every lap. No, just think about just thinking about doing a four hundred workout at mile pace, but you're taking in your rest instead of. A jog is chugging a thing of milk. Yeah, I think Steve can run four twenty nine. Wow! All right. Wow! That's bold. No, we'll see. We'll no, see. what could you run in a chocolate milk mile? No one finish. Yeah. <laughs> no one <laughs> finish. <laughs> yeah, no one not finish. Kind of jog it and just drink the milk. Jog it and drink the milk. <laughs> all right well nate do you have anything else no no <laughs> i'm just getting excited for the milk mile oh, yeah all right Reed. well thanks for coming on and thanks for everybody that's listened all right thanks lads see ya